0: anyone who owns a hitachi like you do not lack in pleasure that's for sure
1: uh that's a big amen for this me. this
2: show <laughs> should just be sponsored by hitachi by the way Come our, on, our marriage should be sponsored by hitachi welcome to love in brief and abdl advice podcast focused on issues of love love for yourself love for others, love for your community. And we're going to talk about a specific type of love today that we're going to get into in just a moment. I am one of your hosts, Resonate Yes.
1: And I am the other one, Road Not Taken.
2: And we have been inundated with amazing encouragement and positive messages and all kinds of people being very vulnerable with us based on our last episode, uh, where we really came, uh, pretty vulnerable and honest with you and said, Hey, here's some things we've been struggling with. So just a quick pause to say, thank you. I can't tell you how incredible and how helpful hearing from you, our tribe, our community has been as we've been working through some of the things that we've been working through. So a huge thanks from both of us. Yes.
1: Thank you so much. And for, um, those of you who offered advice, thank you too. It's it's always helpful. It's always helpful to have people who have been through it or who just have some insight will never ever say no to that. So thank yeah. you all.
2: I really do believe in the wisdom of this community and we saw it played out. You know, we do advice week after week on Love and & Brief and we got all kinds of advice in the last couple of weeks. And to see the amazing spectrum of wisdom that people shared with us, it's just, it really is so heartening and such a great reminder what a wise community we're a part of.
1: Yeah. Oh, maybe we should do like a little short Blip episode somewhere in the middle where we just shared the advice that we got.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. a really good idea. Yeah. All right, keep it going. Let's do it. All right. But for this week, as you uh, know, if you've been listening for a while, one of the things that was really important to us as we started in 2019, um, this year was we really wanted to hear from a lot of different uh, facets of the ABDL world and even some communities that may be misunderstood or viewpoints that may be misrepresented uh, or underrepresented.
1: Yeah, just not... Not everybody knows that they're there and they're hanging out.
2: Yep. And it just so happens that this week is Asexual Awareness Week. And we had a fantastic question. I'm going to say actually series of questions. I just got another one yesterday saying, how do I be asexual and be an ABDL? And that's where I just look at my shoes and go, fuck if I know. I've never been asexual in an ABDL, but I know some people who have. And so we have some of those awesome aces on today. So let me introduce you to our guest experts. Uh, first, I'd like you to meet Misty. Misty, tell us about your love.
3: Um, well, my first love was music. Um, I, it's kind of how I learned to talk to the world. And um, I, I frame a lot of my view of the world through music. Um, I, I, I do love people too, <laughs> but that, that sort of came later. I, I'm sex-averse ace, my wife is demisexual. Um, I have a highly sexual mommy who's aware that I just don't like being, doing or around sex. Um, and I'm super active in my local kink community, which of course has a lot of people having sex.
1: I have my first dumb question of the evening, which is, what is demisexual?
0: I wouldn't consider myself demi, but from my understanding, uh, a demisexual person is somebody that could like would maybe want to have sex in certain situations, but um, like if they're very in love, but for the most part they they don't have sex.
3: that's That's my impression too. And it's very in love or even just very in like, they don't but they they require a specific set of conditions for sex to be a a positive thing for them.
2: Already we are opening up this magnificent spectrum of what it is to be asexual, demisexual, sex averse, non-sex averse. I like it. We are off to the races, man. I love it. Misty, I this like is it. so good and thank you. And I do want to introduce Layla, who is our other guest. And I wonder, Layla, you may know Layla as Miss Benny and the Jets um, from her uh, Instagram feed as, as well as just being a, a essential part of the community and a friend of ours for... Man, it's been years and years now, a long time. Um, Layla, I wonder (laughs) if you could tell us a little bit about your love.
0: Um, so I feel like I'm very lucky and I get to experience love in all different kinds of ways. Um, I love my boyfriend, I love my family and my friends, and I love my job, I love what I get to do. I love that I also um my you know my side hustle of making videos. I love that I get to do something that I love and um and I love the community I mean, it's been such a huge part of my life now for you know I guess we're going on like eight years, so. I have a, a lot of love in many ways, and I also love my cats. They're not my cats; they're my roommates, but I love them a lot.
2: You can love your roommates' cats like your own cats. I think I think that's legit, I'm
0: yeah. I'm the cat aunt, and I give them. I I pretend that they're my own, but I love them a lot.
2: We've said asexual a handful of times, and then we said things like boyfriend, and then we said things like demisexual, or we said things like um, sexually wife. averse, and then we said wife. And does anybody want to dig into, I, 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 here's my standard disclaimer on this. We're not here to hear what all asexual people think, believe, feel, do. We're here to hear what you think, believe, feel, and do. And we know it's not your job to speak for anybody else. I would love to know, when you say asexual, what do you mean?
0: I think for me, it's uh, my journey with it and what it means to me personally. Um, you know, for the longest time I thought there was something wrong with me because I couldn't enjoy sex and um you know there was a time where I was even in like sex counseling trying to figure out like how can I do this like how am I going to be able to live my life if I can't do something that's so normal for most people and it was really hard it was a really really hard time for me um I definitely felt like pretty worthless for a while i'm not gonna lie but um you know and it was kind of in the back of my head like i knew there were people people that were asexual and they just they didn't have sex or you know it kind of meant different things to different people like they might have sex but like the they weren't really interested in it and it feels like nothing. Like I don't actually feel the feelings that I hear people say when they have sex, like they say it's very intimate and it, you know, it's very like arousing and, you know, and it wasn't to say that I never got aroused because there's other things that I could do, like, especially like, you know, just solo stuff. And I did feel aroused, but the minute there was someone else involved, it just didn't really feel right to me. So um, when I kind of just accepted that, you know, maybe I shouldn't have to go into like sex counseling and do all this like stuff to try to figure out how I'm going to like sex. Like if maybe if I just accept who I am and, um, and I even reached out, uh, they actually have a an asexual app on your phone. So I I joined that and was talking to people from all over. And that was just nice. Like, it was just nice to bond with people and say like, Hey, you don't, you don't have to do these things that everybody else does. Like it's totally fine to, live your life how you want. And it's nice to know that there's other people that do something similar to what I do. Maybe they have sex sometimes, maybe they don't, but yeah, it feels good to be, to finally find other people that are like me.
1: Layla, you said that it didn't feel right when other people were involved, but there were things that you could do by yourself that made you feel aroused. And I was wondering if whenever you were in your own head and getting yourself there, if people were involved in your fantasies or if your fantasies were different, like they didn't involve sexual acts or if they did involve sexual acts, but the actual sexual stuff just didn't really appeal to you. I just wanted to know if uh, if you could explain.
0: Yeah. So it kind of varies, um, like with like fantasies and stuff with getting off. I'm not even necessarily thinking of other people. Like, I'm just going to be honest. I'm just thinking about diapers. <laughs> like That's pretty much it. Um, yeah, I like- get that. But even so, it doesn't even necessarily mean, like, there's necessarily people involved in my fantasies. Like, it's very... It's hard to explain. And um, sometimes when there's other people there, like, it it just... It didn't always feel right, especially, like, the actual sexual acts of, like, stimulation or, like, that. Like, with from another person, it just... I don't know. It just it didn't feel I, I once described it as it's like, you know, when you brush your teeth like that feels normal. When someone else brushes your teeth, it doesn't really like it doesn't feel right. And that's kind of oh, what that's it was so like. Good. So it's just, you know, it makes more sense to brush your teeth. And, you know, maybe you might brush your teeth side by side with your partner. You might brush your teeth at the same time, but you're not going to brush each other's teeth, I guess.
1: That is a fantastic way to describe it. For someone who has no background in it? Because that makes total sense yeah, I feel to like me. you
2: just opened the door for me in a way that I didn't have before.
1: Because I'm not going to, like, I that love would you, really don't to brush me. brush
3: my teeth.
2: If somebody else brushed R-O-I. my teeth. Like, no, I do while you're sleeping. Um,
3: <laughs> I, I feel like that very amusingly frames me as somebody who's afraid of toothbrushes. But um, <laughs> what Layla was saying very much rings true for me. Um, the only difference is, is uh, it stops where we uh, act by ourselves. Uh, ourselves are concerned. I, I don't really get it. I, I've tried to do those. I don't get enough pleasure out of them for them to achieve anything.
2: So is, is, is it for you an experience of, I I really don't, it's not something that I'm pursuing. It's not interesting or just it's, you know, there, there's a block or it's sort of hard to get there, but you know, I keep giving it a try. Or is it just like, there are some things that I just don't care about. And so I don't do them
3: curious about it initially because it was like, hey, there's this thing that people are doing that I don't understand. Um, but by, by my third partner, I, I got tired of it. I mean, it, it's like doing sit-ups on top of another person for me. Um, it, it's just messy and sweaty.
2: That is another fantastic I- image or metaphor. Like That would feel really weird.
1: Thank goodness you both are so good at metaphors because
3: this is very helpful. Yeah. Finally, the lit degree comes to use.
2: Yeah, right, right. (laughs) We live and die on metaphors. Layla, one of the things that you said that struck me as you were talking was, even though I don't have experience being asexual or identifying as asexual, I do have experience having a sexuality that I thought made me broken. And I do have experience having a sexuality that I went to counseling for to try and make it go away. And I do have experience with a sexuality that made me feel like I probably would never find community or connection. Um, and I, I'm just feeling with you on that. And I'm just, and likewise, I feel like so grateful that those things changed for you the same way they did for me. For me, it was having ABDL interests, but, um, I, I I guess there's a little bit of empathic parallel there.
0: Yeah. And it really is. It's such a great feeling. Like, the time that you finally actually just accept yourself and you realize that it's not, it's just, you're different. Like it doesn't have to be a bad thing and we're all, we all have our own differences with stuff. So it's nice. Like self-acceptance is a great feeling.
3: Yeah. I I mean, I I started going to therapy for various reasons when I was very young and and I related this and I I just sort of got a blank look from the therapist at that time. This was the mid nineties Um, And uh, I I had never heard the word asexuality at that time. I didn't hear it then for at least another decade. So um, it's, it's really good in this era that we have the vocabulary to deal with this.
1: I wanna know what it felt like whenever you both first either, not like, so Misty, you said you'd heard the word asexual before, but what did it feel like whenever you went, oh, Oh, that's me. Was it like a good feeling? Was it a sad feeling? Was it a happy feeling? I know that when I realized that I was an ABDL, I was like at first super not into it. I was like so upset, but I just want to know what it felt like for you both.
3: Um, I guess it was a bit of relief on my side. Um, you know things things went to from uh where I would explain things as uh, like, look, sex just isn't my thing, or or that that spectrum of feeling you get the orgasm mine's twenty percent shorter or something like that but instead I was able to say hey there's this thing that I am and that's cool
0: uh for me there was definitely a lot of shame in it um similarly to how um like how you'd mentioned about when you found out you were ABDL and it wasn't really like a good feeling so and I went through that too with ABDL um so it was one of those things where I knew and I just kept thinking like no like please no I don't like I want to I want to be able to have you know, regular sex, like that's what I wanted. I wanted to feel normal, but I realized that I can still feel normal, even being asexual.
2: One of the interesting things to me about the conversation on asexuality is, I think it's tempting to define asexuality as a lack of things. And to say, well, it means I don't feel this, or I don't feel that. Is is there something about your experience with asexuality that we could say, it's not a lack of things, it just is this thing?
0: I think now, um, now, especially now that I've gotten to be, uh, like accepting who I am and accepting, like, I guess really the only thing you'd be missing out on is sex, but that's not to say though, that I don't get to have pleasure. Like I get to have a ton of pleasure and it's great. And finding ways that I can have pleasure with partners if I, if I want to, or, um, so really it's not, the more I think about it, it's not really a lack, even though it used to feel like that at first, it's, it's just different.
3: Definitely. I've got a, a nine-foot-tall duffel bag full of sensory toys, floggers, and all that. I get pleasure the same way as anybody else. Um, I just don't, I, I don't aim for achieving orgasm, and that pleasure is the big difference.
2: Um, so I want to talk about ABDL a little bit. Um, it's one thing to be out in the world as an asexual person trying to navigate. It's, I think, a new layer of complexity to then add this ABDL interest and... How does asexuality and ABDL intersect for you?
1: And I was wondering if while you're speaking about it, if you could dispel a myth for me, because I've always assumed that this must be the best fetish to have because there is a whole subset of ABDLs who are non-sexual ABDLs. And I wondered, like, I've I've always just been like, oh, it must be much easier to be. Oh, that's interesting. But please tell me if that's not true. Uh, It's just something that I've always kind of assumed and I want to know if that's real or not.
3: Well, I, I would describe that as true, but it's important to recognize that, that the vast majority of kinks don't require a sexual component. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm a sadomasochist as well. Um, I don't get off on it, but I do gain significant pleasure from it. Um, uh, I'm not a foot fetishist, but I know asexual foot fetishists. You know, um, there, there are ways to enjoy all of these things that don't end in an orgasm
0: unless your thing is sex. I think for me, like, I almost kind of felt with tying asexual to, um, ABDL, like when I hear of non-sexual, um, ABDL, yeah, and non-sexual ABDLs that still partake in sex. That's like the exact opposite for me because like the only sexual thing to me is ABDL. Like that is the only thing, like I'm, there's not really anything else for me that I would think that I would even consider sexual. So it all just kind of surrounds that, like if I could just put my sexuality as ABDL, I guess that's, that's what it is. Like, you know, it's just, it's just diapers for me really that that's my whole thing.
1: I'm just happy to hear that it's not all one way and Mm -hmm. that being a non-sexual ABDL doesn't necessarily mean that you're asexual and being asexual doesn't necessarily mean that you don't derive, um, pleasure in that way from our kink. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. So I do want to read really quickly a note from, uh, our friend robot. If you know robot, um, he is, uh, asexual and he is a prolific, uh, sharer on Instagram and just a magnificent artist and all around brilliant human being. And he sent this note through to us. He was going to join us tonight. Actually, that was the plan. And, um, he had some technical troubles that didn't allow it, but he said, I just want to mention that Because a person is asexual doesn't mean they can't experience or enjoy sexual interaction, either alone or with others. Asexuality, by definition, means a person lacks sexual attraction to others, but you can enjoy sex without being sexually attracted. Isn't this a tangled web we weave? Yeah. He said, I'm straight up asexual. I love to experiment with mama. Usually, she's the initiator, and plays uh, and it plays out mostly like she's leading me or teaching me. I love that interaction. There's so much positive reinforcement in education. There's this misunderstanding that asexual people are not able to have any type of sexual interaction and are sexually inept. That is wrong. We simply, for the most part, are just not attracted sexually to people. Physical stimulation and sensation trump sexual attraction. Absolutely. Yes. So if, uh, and he offered, by the way, for anybody who would like to talk more about it or have questions about it, or maybe are asexual or wondering if they're asexual, he said, please hit him up. He is, you can call me Ro, R-O-H at Instagram. And he wishes he could join us tonight. But he said, I think what, what we're speaking to, uh, quite a bit, which is, um, to say that you're asexual, uh, doesn't mean that you are, uh, a relationship or that you are without sexuality.
3: I'm learning so much tonight. I I, too. I do think that it's important to recognize that there are people who are aromantic out there as well, and that's totally okay, too.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep.
3: Oh, I didn't know that either. Yep. That's
1: okay. That's a whole different thing.
2: I could, I could say for asexual, Asexuality Awareness Week, we are experiencing asexuality awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, so, tell me about what it's like to be asexual in the ABDL community
0: um i think being asexual in the ABDL community the only challenge is that it makes you kind of like a more you're almost like a a smaller group within an already small group so um you know because every everyone i mean we still are kind of we'd be you know minority in in the ABDL sexualities but Um, For me, it's nice because, like I said, like the ABGL is such a huge part of my sexuality. So, well, the only part of my sexuality. So it makes like, you know, things like play, um, getting to play with others and that sort of thing. Um, And the nice thing too, uh, with being in the ABGL community and, you know, this past while of being really open about asexuality was um, getting to hear from other ABGLs is kind of their their feelings on sex and though a lot of people hadn't necessarily said that they're asexual and you know but a lot of people kind of had their own things with sex and they say you know like I don't really like sex a whole lot like or I can't I can only have sex if I have diapers involved and so everyone kind of has their own little things with that too and that was really nice to hear because it's hard when you feel like you're alone but nice when people are kind of sharing some similar thoughts.
3: Absolutely. I, I, I love the variety that people exhibit within our community and show. I always, I always you know, kind of think to myself with the Star Trek quote of infinite diversity and infinite combinations. And um, I, I love that. I love meeting people who are different and, and amazing because they are.
1: Um, Misty, Layla, thank you both so much for speaking with us tonight. You have taught us so much and you've been so open and vulnerable and I really appreciate both of you and you're both such wonderful people and I'm happy to know you. Uh, we both are. Mm -hmm. And so thank you for joining us tonight. We're so happy that you did.
0: Thank you so much for inviting us out. It was really awesome. I'm happy that you guys wanted to speak more about this, because I know what it was like to feel lonely on this subject, so hopefully this helps other people who think they might be asexual or know they're asexual feel better, so thank you. All you ace babs out there, you need to know that you're not alone,
3: that uh, there are those of us who understand what you're going through. Um, And, God, I don't know how amazing that would have been for me when I was younger, and... um, I'm glad there are these resources now.
2: Us too. And it's brave for you to to come and talk about your experience. Ace Babs, we love you. <laughs> and there's, there's plenty out there and you're not alone and you're not broken and there's nothing wrong with you. And your asexuality is a trillion percent valid. Uh, we just wanted to celebrate Asexual Awareness Week and learn along with... Misty and with Layla and with you. Um, so we're going to wrap up, but I will say um, we have even more fun surprises coming on Love and Breathe in, in, in the coming weeks. We have um, some questions that we want to answer. We have some topics that folks have been asking about for quite a while. And in fact, this topic came up on our Love and Brief forum on FetLife. So if you are on FetLife and you want to join the discussion, look for the Love and Brief podcast Forum. It's just a group on FetLife. Also, um, one of the ways that we hear from folks is through email. So you can email us at loveinbrief at gmail.com. Uh, and as always, feel free to reach out on Instagram. Uh, resonant Yes is my Instagram screen name. But we're grateful for you. Thank you for helping guide us and give us wisdom uh, through Our hard times, and thank you for continuing to be an amazing community. We're so excited to grow with you. This has been another episode of Love in Brief.